What? I said that's why I asked if we were only talking about Doctor Strange. Because I really need to rewatch the Moon Knight finale. <laughs> oh. It was really good. I um I loved it. Really? Yeah, Moon Knight was good to me. I liked it okay. I think it's maybe my least favorite of all of the Marvel shows so far. I've been listening to y'all's podcast. Yeah, I I felt bad because I kind of cut everything short last week, but like Hudson was so, I was like, yeah, people aren't going to want to listen to 30 more minutes of Hudson interrupting us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there's some stuff we didn't talk about, but, but I mean, still. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I liked all your thoughts. It's funny. I'm listening to this other podcast uh, on this. The, it's, it's just called The Ringerverse. Um, and these two uh, women co-host. And they're talking about Moon Knight 2. And they're pretty positive overall on it. I think... I don't... I, it, I'm not trying to sound sexist. I think the show maybe connects with women more because a lot of the dudes I know that watch it are just like, eh, no, I don't really. It's okay. I mean, maybe. Is it because Oscar Isaac? It's sexy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he's great. I think he does a good job. I think the show was just a bit of a mess for me overall like the tone changes constantly and I I was like it it sounds so messed up to say but it felt very schizophrenic which I get is the idea of the show (laughs) like that's who the character is you know multiple personalities uh, but I like I needed the show to be a little bit more consistent and also Finding out that, like, oh, hey, yeah, there's probably not going to be any more after that ending. I was like, well, that's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, that's not true. That's what Oscar Isaac said. <clears throat> I read that there was there was going to be another season. Or maybe I didn't. No, Oscar Isaac I... was like, yeah, no, I'm kind of just done with that now. We'll see what the future brings, but uh... not right now. So it kind of just becomes this whole, well, then what the hell was the point? (laughs) What was the point of it? So because it doesn't really do anything in the larger Marvel universe, which it was nice for a change. But if you're not going to continue it at all, like, then why do it? Like the whole point of all of this with the Marvel stuff is building on top of things. Yeah. You know, and like, if we were just going to do that, then you should have just made a Moon Knight movie, dude, and just gave us that. So. Probably would explain more. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
I knew there was another person in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did too because of the books, but uh, from the jump, like, it felt like, yeah, this is too simple with just two people. Like, there's, you know, and they made references early on. I think Oscar Isaac did a really good job. I thought um, Ethan Hawke was doing a great job to start with, and then it got really kind of boring there at the end. Like, he just didn't really do that much. Michael Danielle didn't really like it. Um, no, no. Like him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he was very, he, he played a perfect cult leader. So, mm-hmm. um, and I just, the big, like, giant kaiju monster battle at the end, I was like, are we really doing this? Oh, I, I like that. <laughs> I just feel like I've seen it so much. Like, Marvel overall, especially with the TV shows, but overall has a problem with finales. Like, they, sorry, Casey and her boyfriend are in the living room apparently fighting each other. I don't know if you can hear it. I can um, hear them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just, the, these last episodes of the shows tend to be like these big quote set pieces like just people fighting and it's just not very satisfying for me possibly because we've all seen Endgame and honestly after Endgame fucking nothing is going to be as good (laughs) as good like it just never is man like as great as uh, No Way Home was and having the three spoilers, Spider-Man fight alongside each other, and it, it just doesn't compare to, you know, Captain America, like literally about to charge to his death, and then getting that calm call from Sam that says on your left, and every fucking character that we've ever met, like steps through that those gates, and just. It's just nothing's ever going to compare. So, I, I mean, I probably should have just been done after Endgame and just been like, yeah, and nothing's going to top that. So, I'm just done watching this. Yeah. <laughs> but I keep hoping, and I did really like No Way Home. Um, and I guess we didn't start the podcast proper, but hey, everybody, welcome back to Marvel <laughs> Fanfare. I'm Logan. I'm Elizabeth. And we're going to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, spoilers. Um, I guess I spoiled Moon Knight, too. But it's been a couple of weeks, so... And honestly, uh, I don't feel like there was much to spoil outside of, like, oh, there's a third personality. Like, there was no big reveal, you know? Yeah. So, all right. So, we're going to talk Doctor Strange. Spoilers for all of Doctor Strange's stuff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um you at this point you've seen all of it right because you even went back and watched the what if series yeah okay so i guess let's start with what do you think about the first doctor strange movie and what do you think about doctor strange as a character the very first doctor strange movie yeah did you see it oh no i didn't see that one i'm just kidding <laughs> you say that, but I know people that haven't. No, I've seen it. 
like Kelly right. hasn't. I don't think Kelly's right. seen it. And she's like, we got to go see Multiverse of Madness, but I haven't seen the first one. It's like, well, you don't have to see the first one to see this one, um, like at all. Uh, you kind of just need to know who he is. But yeah, uh, yeah what? So because uh, we haven't talked about any of the old Marvel stuff, like what did you like that first movie? Um. I mean, it wasn't, like, the best. I feel like that's so many people's reaction. They're like, eh, it was okay. But, like, I'm not big on Doctor Strange either because he's so good. He's, he's so an perfect. ass. Yeah. He's such an ass. See, I think this is why I like this character. Um, and this. A problem... <laughs> Probably why Benedict Cumberbatch is also kind of found himself kind of drawn to this character because I've read and watched some interviews with him where he's like, this seems really challenging to do. Like, because we've had, I, we, know, we know Iron Man. Tony Stark is an arrogant asshole, but he's charming. Like, he's so, like, droll and sarcastic. And Doctor Strange is not... Like he's sarcastic. It's not even, it's not sarcasm. It's like sardonic. Like he's so just mean about things. Yeah. Like it's not like you get a little bit lighter take on him in No Way Home. But overall, he's just an arrogant ass. Well, I think that, I don't know. I think. He's a little bit nicer to like Peter. Yeah, he seems to have a soft spot for the younger I, people. Yeah, he something like resonates with him maybe because like in this he he protects America. Yeah, well, this version of him does. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's at least one Even version that was going to kill her. <laughs> Even the other versions, at some point, they were trying to protect her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but just going back to him as a character, like, yes, I I like the idea surrounding the fact of, let's see if we can bring a character that literally, if you met in person, he, he is the dude that you would want operating on you because, like, you want that confident surgeon, but this is a dude that you would not be friends with, you would not want to hang out with, you wouldn't, I- like you don't want anything to do with because every time you're around him, he makes you feel like you're worthless. Yeah. He, like, I don't know what Christine's seen in, or sees in him. I mean, have you ever been around a woman who's dating an obvious asshole and you're like, why is she with that guy? Clearly she needs therapy. <laughs> yeah. I mean... So. I put. I feel like they put her in it though because he has. Like if he is just an asshole all the time, like nobody's gonna want to watch that. So they put her in it to like soften him up. Yeah. Um. And and really, in that first movie, she does not have much to do at all. It's ridiculous how underwritten she is in that first movie. Yeah. Um. The. the it, 
kills me because the relationship that actually softens him and the most important relationship in any of those movies is actually between him and Wong. Yeah. Not him and Christine. <laughs> and I love Wong. He <laughs> is. He is so good. So good. Like uh, this dude. I, I so. I love that we found out in No Way Home that Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, because yeah. Strange was gone. Like, it just makes... It makes... And the fact that, like, it wasn't immediately, like, given... Like, I don't, I know it's probably not a title that you can just hand over, but that it wasn't like, oh, Strange is back, so now he's back to being the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh-uh. Like, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme, and Strange is... His sidekick. <laughs> yeah. And he like makes him he makes fun of him. <laughs> that their relationship is so so great. Yeah. Um it, it just I, I love the idea that it's it's just the linchpin of this character. Wong is kind of your way into Doctor Strange. And yeah. he's he's great in multiverse of madness. I wish they hadn't split them up. Like, I understand why they did, but they work so well together that once the the characters kind of go their separate ways and you have Wong and uh, Wanda and then uh, Strange and America, it it just kind of, I don't know. It worked fine, but they just worked so well together. Well, Um, I I didn't like. <clears throat> sorry, I'm like eating, <laughs> but like I didn't like how she like captured him, and then it was like a damsel in distress type. Like you thought Strange was gonna like come and save him, like that. I was just like, this is stupid. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, we're kind of jumping to the end, but yeah, he does kind of give up the ghost. Like, seem, like, seems, like, so easy. Um, I get, like, when she's like, oh, I'm not going to torture you. I'm going to murder all of the people that you care about in front of you. Like, I get that. And then, then he gives up, you know, the location of the original Darkhold material. Which is um, stupid. So like, stupid. He, yeah, I, I was, like, there wasn't another play, but... Wong also isn't the schemer that Strange is. Like, Strange would have ensnared her in a trap. Wong is not that person. So, I kind of get that. Um, but anyway, so, back back to the, the first of the movie. So, the movie opens with a version of Doctor Strange. Like, I, th- I, thought, I thought we were coming in into the middle of the movie. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, it's just America and Strange, like, hopping through universes. Um, And they're trying to get the book of Vashanti, which is this, like, it's such a, it's such a stupid concept that they explain away with, like, well, it's magic. Like, you read the book and it gives you whatever you need for any situation. Yeah. Like, it's such a, like, low rent concept of, like, this is how we're going to solve all our problems. Um, but it it is what it is. I like that they don't like spend a lot of time on that. 
so uh, these creatures are chasing America because she has the ability to jump from universe to universe, like through the multiverse. Um, but she doesn't know how to control it. So some cre- some unknown person wants this power and Strange is trying to save her. And he comes to the conclusion that the only way to do that winds up being for him to take the power for himself, making him the bad guy. Of course, he does not succeed. She escapes to our universe and that Strange dies. Uh, and we get his uh, dead body uh, <laughs> comes back in quite the interesting way at the end. Um, yeah. So then America uh, inadvertently runs into our Doctor Strange because apparently they're just destined to keep running into each other uh, and kind of explains the concept of the multiverse to him. He, of course, already knows a little bit about it because of Spider-Man. Originally, this movie was supposed to come out before Spider-Man and <sighs> fucking COVID, man. I, it rearranged so much of what they're having to do that I, I don't I would love to have known the original plan and how all this would would shape out. But in the end, it's going to be fine. Um, so. Strange, uh, no, wait, uh, either Wong or Strange, one of them, uh, discovers that they're not necessarily dealing with, um, magic or multiverse magic or whatever. It's actually witchcraft. And so Strange takes it upon himself to go visit Wanda, who we actually saw him traveling to where she was at the end of WandaVision. So, as much as as much as people think this might be a sequel to the Doctor Strange movie, it's actually a sequel to the WandaVision television series. So yeah. that was the one thing it turns out you really kind of had to watch to uh, understand at least what was going on with Wanda in this series. Um, you watched all of WandaVision, right? Yeah, we we podcasted about it. Yeah. yeah. Um it that's been like two years ago. <laughs> Not really. It was a year year and a half ago almost. But um so when we left Wanda, she was uh <clears throat> we saw two of her, one reading the dark hold and she was heartbroken. Right, because her kids that she created out of magic were ripped away from her, and her husband uh, was killed yet again uh, by uh, the other version of her husband. Um, no. she <clears throat> He was made of magic, too. Well, yeah, I know, but... He didn't, he didn't kill him. Um like they it was like a ceasefire kind of thing and then oh yeah that's right yeah because he he was like yeah that final episode i didn't really like either because the whole like fighting two visions fighting in the air and just uh it was fine it just wasn't my favorite 
I think Loki's the only show that I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, well, Hawkeye. I thought Hawkeye was good. I was going to say, Hawkeye was really good. Yeah, Hawkeye was good throughout. I like um, um, Natasha's sister. She, she is my <laughs> freaking favorite. She's so good, man. I can't wait to see more of her. Um, yeah, Florence Pugh, she's so good. Um, so, so, yeah, Wanda's heartbroken, and she's messing with dark magic. And what we wind up finding out is that she's discovered the concept of the multiverse. Um, and very quickly, Strange ascertains, like, through not trickery, but just her poor choice of words, that she yeah. is actually the one hunting down America because she wants to take the power to jump to through the multiverse to a place where her kids exist. Um, And they're living a happy life, apparently without vision, because I guess Paul Bettany was like, nah, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know that. Maybe they just never even asked him. (laughs) I mean, I feel like if they wanted to, they could have had like a double stand in. But I feel like they didn't want to show that because I think it was supposed to be. After, like, her being happy, I think it was supposed to be realizing that Vision was dead, but, like, she had her children. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, that, that, like, pissed me off, too, because I, it, throughout the whole movie, throughout even WandaVision, they're like, your children aren't real. They're not real. You made them. They're not real. And then it's like, but in every other universe, she's happy well, we assume every other universe she's happy with the kids. Like, the kids and her. Like, you know what I mean? They're just a happy little family. Yeah, so, like, and, and at I, least a few universes. Because yeah. she, she talks... So, I love this concept that she she brings up is that dreaming, like, is actually you, like, dream walking. Yeah. And you're seeing flashes of you in another universe. I really, really like that idea as a concept of the multiverse and a, a way around the the magic of it all. Like in doing yeah. this, did, what did they call it? Dream walking, whatever they call it, spirit walking, whatever they called it. Um, I really, really liked that that concept. Uh, well, it's actually a real concept. Oh, uh, okay. Well, like, I mean, obviously it's not real. I don't think it is anyway, but like they got that from, I can't even remember the book. Like someone had really come up with that and that's where they got it from. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting idea. Like whether you believe in it or not, it is, uh, it is an interesting way to explain about why you dream sometimes the weird things that you dream you know like if you're having a dream that you're fighting in like the civil war or something and you're not even somebody who thinks about something like that you wake up and like when the hell was i dreaming about that oh okay well because in some universe somewhere you're actually you know fighting in the civil war yeah there was one i can't remember who said it because everything mushes together in my brain but like the um somebody said like remember have you ever felt like you're falling in a dream yes 
Yeah. Like, that's freaking freaky. Yeah. Uh, and in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I wake up like that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's talking about, is it Wanda? Maybe. That's, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm with you. I can't remember which character is talking about um, and it's like, that's me killing you every single time. Like, yeah. that's me pushing you off the building or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked the idea. So, like, so uh, Wong goes his way. Uh, Strange and America go their way. And they start traveling through the multiverse kind of more or less by accident because America can't control her powers. Um, And Strange is like, well, we'll just find this version of me. And no, no, first he says, we'll find this universe's version of you because maybe this universe's version of you can control her powers and teach you. And she's like, yeah, there are no other versions of me. Like no other universe have I been to where there's another me. Yeah. That's what makes me special. You know, uh, not just her power, the fact that she can only exist as a singularity. Like, there's yeah. no alternate universes. So that's when he's like, well, we'll go find the other version of me. Right. And to me, that this whole thing is the biggest, most uh, fun part of this whole movie. Like them traveling in that was it oh, universe eight three eight? She cracked me up. Um, I don't really think she's a very good actress, but like she was cracking me up. <laughs> like she's like, yeah, you don't want to get stuck in the paint world, like <laughs> there or something. <laughs> I wish we had a little bit more, like even four or five seconds more of them in those universes. Yeah. You know, just to because it happens so quick that it's hard to like take in exactly what's going on. Um, which it'll be different when I rewatch it when it hits like Disney Plus. I can kind of like pause my way through it, yeah. but it is it is kind of cool to see uh, what kind of multiverses they come up with. Unfortunately, I had watched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once a few weeks before this. Which is a a better movie, B one of the best movies I've ever seen, and C does the multiverse better than Doctor Strange ever could hope to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you're on the fence about seeing Doctor Strange but are interested in the concept of the multiverse, everything everywhere all at once. Like I've never been to a movie where I'm not talking about crying from laughing or laughing and then immediately crying. I'm talking about like I was crying emotional tears at the same time I was laughing because it was both emotionally devastating and fucking hysterical at the same time. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. So um, anyway, enough about that. Uh, so we get to like it. I think it's Earth 838. And Strange is looking for the other Strange. And what we find out is that in this universe, he goes to uh, his Sanctum Sanctorum. And in this universe, uh, the Sorcerer Supreme is Baron Mordo. 
who was the bad guy in the first strange movie. Um, <laughs> I guess we're done with him, even though they leave his story wide open at the end of the first Dr. Strange. Um, and in this universe, he's part of a group of people called the Illuminati. And the Illuminati know about the multiverse and because their version of Doctor Strange, I guess, had either discovered it or what have you, explained the multiverse to them, explained that he had caused what they call incursions, which is like colliding of two universes, um, resulting in one or both of them being destroyed. And somehow he didn't turn evil. But he basically just couldn't stop himself. So, um, what did you think about? Uh, I'm, I know I said spoilers, but I'm just so hesitant to spoil the Illuminati man. But what did you think about it? We're going to spoil it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and say I didn't like the movie. Oh, I didn't even ask you if you liked the movie. Yeah, I didn't like the movie. Um, I think that's because you told me in the text that you were disappointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because Wanda's my favorite, and she, they just, I hate that she's the villain. And it, it's almost like a Dark Phoenix, Jean Grey situation. Um, yeah. Like when Professor X goes into her mind and she's like, help me. Like she's stuck in the rubble from when she was a little kid or whatever under the house. Um, like she's begging to get out and like, he can't even save her. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, <clears throat> this is like real shit. <laughs> like this is worse than Jean gray. And I so, but like, I like, I don't think that Wanda is a bad character, like at all by any means. And she, she is my favorite character. Um, I think that if it, so, if anybody goes to see that sees this and walks away with, I understand how they're setting her up to be quote the bad guy. I don't even want to call her the bad guy. She's the antagonist of yeah. the story because I don't. I think if you follow her story, it's hard to see her as the bad guy. Grief will make you do fucked up things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's, like, I was so excited. Okay, first off, I was a little bored. I Like, so many <laughs> things were going on, and I was just like, this is kind of boring. And then um, you hear the WandaVision theme, and because as soon as he was like, yeah, I, got, I'm, I gotta go ask Wanda or whatever. You hear the WandaVision. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I literally sat up in my seat and was like, oh, yes. You know, we're about to see Wanda. And then um, she slipped up and said, like, America's name or whatever. But, like, yeah. I had already put together she was the quote-unquote bad guy. I mean, because the trailer kind of lays a lot of it out without laying it out, which was disappointing. Well, and not even that, though, but, like, just because, like, I don't, I'm kind of with Jacob on, like, not watching the trailers. Like, I'll watch it one time, and that's really it. Like, I don't go back and try to analyze every little thing, but, like, um, I knew it was going to be her. Like, I knew, like, the ruins all on 
the bad like little monster things. Yeah. The, those are her ruins from WandaVision. Yeah. They're the same ones. So that's what I was like, oh, some bitch, she's really going to be the bad guy. Because, like, I thought they were kind of making it seem that way in um, the, the movie or the trailers. And then maybe she actually wasn't going to be the bad guy. And in her head, she's not. She's like, I'm doing this because I want to be happy because... Like, I deserve to be happy, and fuck, she deserves to be happy. Like, she deserves it more than anybody else in this whole freaking MCU. But, like, I... God, there's so much that goes on. Like, the... With her, specifically, she kept saying, like, I'm not a monster. Like, I'm not the bad guy. She really thinks that. Okay. Anyway, but going back to, I mean, so I'm, I want to, I do agree with you. I also don't think that she's done. Like, despite when we get to the ending, when we get to it, I, I yeah. think that uh, maybe I'm wrong. So I, I guess I come at this from the comic book reader perspective. And Scarlet Witch was always a character that towed the line. She started out as a villain. She became an Avenger. She became a villain. She became a hero. And she's become a villain and then a hero. Like, she's always gone a little back and forth because she's fractured. Because she's damaged. Like, she toes that line. And she's so powerful. But she also has been surrounded by characters that while they oppose things that she's doing, they are tried to be supportive of her and understanding of what she's gone through. I, this movie doesn't do that only because I think if you start throwing in all the other Avengers, the budget is way too big. Um, So we can't have that. I think that's why Strange is kind of the perfect character to play off of that because he's such an asshole. So you get that immediate like, yeah, man, she might not be doing the good things, but she's like she's trying to find a way for her to be happy. Yes, in the worst possible way. And you're such an asshole that you can't find a way to be understanding about that. Mm-hmm. So, and Wong doesn't really know her well enough for it to make a difference. So, it kind of works that all of this goes down, not just with the magic, but with these characters specifically. Because if you have her going up against her friends, the Avengers, like say this happens before Endgame, and we have uh, her kind of losing her mind and really what happens in the books, all of the Avengers having to like, be like Wanda, like you have to stop this, like in her breaking reality. Um, then, you know, you, you have those characters who are like very conflicted about how to handle this situation in this movie. You don't have that because one's an ass and the other one doesn't know her. So, um, you, you kind of have to see her come to her own redemption, yeah. which I, I liked. 
I understand if you didn't like it, but I liked it. I like the idea of like you have like it's kind of your responsibility ultimately to try to save yourself. Like you cannot well, rely on other people. Like people should help you. The people that love you should absolutely help you. But yeah. ultimately you're responsible for your decisions. Yeah. So, um, so I agree that uh, it sucks. I, I don't know that I hate that she's the antagonist or quote the bad guy. Because it's so it's so true to like her character arcs in the books. If this is the last we see of Wanda, then then I will be pissed. Yeah, me too. Because you're right, she does deserve a happy ending. So um, that's why I think it. Like while it wouldn't have been, uh, I might have would have called yeah. uh, called them out on using a another version of Wanda an uh, alternate version of Wanda to be the bad guy mm -hmm. it would have made more sense for the character mm -hmm. so that you're not like uh, tarnishing who that like because then you can have this Wanda see those actions for what they are and go oh okay I need to do some self-reflecting and correction so that I do not wind up destroying the universe. Yeah. Or the multiverse, really. So, but I, I, in my gut, I don't feel like we're done with Wanda. I really hope not. Um, it, it would be really, really sad if that's, that's how they decided to, like, the strongest freaking inventor. Yeah. You know, she's, yeah. Um, with the whole Illuminati thing, I was kind of laughing um, throughout it because I was just like, oh, Peggy Carter. Oh, some girl that's now. What, I, I, that's Captain Marvel. She's in. Uh, uh, she's going to. Well, she's going to be in the Marvel's TV show. That's. Um, Oh God, what's her name? Um, the little girl in the first Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Grows up to become Captain Marvel. Um, the daughter. Yeah. God, what's her? The one that's in WandaVision. Freaking name. Yeah, is that not her? Oh, I I didn't think that was her. I don't think uh, that's her. No. Hold on. Oh, maybe not. Sorry. But I, I guess I should go back and watch WandaVision. <laughs> she was, she was cool or whatever, but she's like everyone knows Captain Marvel as. The most powerful, right? So, um, cause she like one on one took Thanos, you know, took on Thanos one on one, yeah. right? Okay, so everybody's like, oh yeah, she's so strong, blah blah blah. Um, <clears throat> in reality, though, it's Wanda, 
So, um, then it goes to what's his name, John. Oh, I'm sorry. She's not the daughter. She's the mom. Sorry. She's oh, Maria no. Rambo. That's who she is. Oh, okay. I knew she was in Captain Marvel. <laughs> I was. I didn't put two and two together. I was like, she looked familiar. I just didn't know who she was. So instead of it's flipped. So in this universe, instead of uh, Carol Danvers, it's Maria Rambeau. So that that's what it is. Um, so yeah, you have Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel in this. Um, you have in this universe, apparently the X-Men do exist. You have Patrick Stewart. It's not just the X-Men. It's apparently the X-Men from the 1990s animated series because you have Professor X in the yellow, the yellow wheelchair yeah. with the music, the fucking X-Men theme plays. Yeah. That was so good. I was like, when he came on, okay, first off, I was like one of the only ones in the theater because I went on a Monday morning. <laughs> so, like, um, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, that's so exciting. Like, I didn't see it coming. Like, Because you, you haven't been watching the trailer. They totally spoiled almost all of this in the trailers. Oh. It made me so mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. And I mean, I knew people kept saying, like, the X-Men are coming and all that stuff. So, I mean, I just didn't know he was going to come in in this movie. So, I was pretty excited uh, to see him. Uh, the fork guy that, uh, was an idiot. Black, Black Bolt. So uh, that dude, the actor's name's Anson Mount. He actually played Black Bolt in the Inhumans TV series. Oh, really? I, I like him. I, I I like the Inhumans. It's characters. They got shafted because of the Marvel Studios television bullshit and got a crappy TV show. Um, I think he's fine. As Black, like Black Bolt is a character really doesn't do anything except sit there and look stoic like that's all he does because if he speaks he destroys you like you see okay. in the um but uh sorry i interrupted you so yeah and then maria rambo um who doesn't do much but i i thought it was a fun cameo yeah um i actually thought agatha was gonna show up at some point in this movie. Yeah, me um, too. I was a little disappointed that she didn't. Um, I even thought maybe sh- since Wanda broke down at the end like that, like when everything came kind of crashing down on her, um, I thought like at the end credits or something would show like Agatha coming to kind of swoop in and save Wanda. Because in the comics, you know, they're two peas in a pod for a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was, like, I thought that would have been a really cool, um, like, credit scene to kind of show that Wanda didn't actually just, you know, die. But. So well, we're for, forgetting one really big cameo. John Cusack? John Krasinski. Whatever. What you I didn't, said, John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, it's not John Cusack. You didn't think that was great, him as Mr. Fantastic? Um, 
I mean, I can see it. Well, I think he's very handsome. So, like, I'm down, you know. I'm, like, all about it. If this means he's going to be Mr. Fantastic in when they do the Fantastic Four movie, like, I am so stoked. I feel like it does mean that, though, right? I hope so. Because, like, he's... It's the same... It's, like, the same person throughout the whole... Yeah, generally. Yeah. It's, It's the... Yeah. I mean, unless they're, like, liquid paint. But, like... Yeah. So, I... I mean, I... I would watch those movies as long as they're freaking better. Look, I know you didn't love. (laughs) I know you didn't love this movie and there are certainly Marvel films. We don't flat out love, but you got to admit even a quote bad or not great. Marvel studios movie is better than almost anything that any other, uh, studio has given us as far as adapting the marvel stuff like sony is so hit or miss like the only they have one truly great spider-man movie one pretty good one they have the animated spider-verse movie those are good morbius sucks venom is okay like the only great thing about the venom movies is tom hardy um and that's so true Fox had all the X-Men stuff. Well, like if you stack up all those X-Men movies, like the bad ones far outweigh the good ones. Like it's maybe like three to one. Like there might be three truly great X-Men movies, Uh, maybe four. So like, and the worst we've gotten from Marvel is just like, eh, it was all right. Like, you know, Thor, uh, the Dark World. Like, eh, it was all right. Like, Iron Man 2, eh, it was all right. Doctor Strange 2, eh, it was all right. Yeah. You know. Um, so, I will take their, whatever their version of Fantastic Four is going to be. <laughs> I would bet money it's going to be at least five times better than anything we've gotten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I thought it was cool how Wanda killed him, though. Yeah, just, like, ripped him apart. Yeah, into little ribbons. I was like, oh, shit, is he dying? And I was like, oh, yeah, he's dying. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? I said, are we killing people now? Like, and then she blows up his head. She's like, what mouth? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's, it's, so... Again, I wish that they had done it with an alternate universe version of Wanda and not our universe's version of Wanda. But I do love the idea that we got to showcase this is why she's fucking dangerous. Like, yes, the WandaVision stuff and like, holy shit, she mind wiped the whole town. And how messed up is that? But like, nah, man, it's not just about like mind wiping and controlling people. She's legit dangerous. Yeah. Like, their universe's version of, of, we'll get back to Doctor Strange in a minute, but they had to kill their universe versions of Doctor Strange um, because Strange was dangerous because he didn't have a, he didn't know when to stop. Like, he has that God complex. 
Wanda is dangerous because she's more powerful than even she knows. Yeah, like she like, could be God. <laughs> right. I mean, there is a storyline in the books called The House of M, where, like, she, in our this universe or the whatever, she, uh, she has lost her mind yet again, um, and decided that the solution is no more mutants. Yeah. And she just utters the phrase no, no more mutants and casts a spell that literally erases uh uh mutants from the planet. Like it's it's insane. Like that's incredibly powerful. I'm gonna have to so, read that. Um well actually House of that I think that comes after I can't remember if House of M comes before that or after it. But one leads to the other, where basically she rewrites the whole universe so that the mutants are the most powerful. And, like, Magneto's basically the president of the world. And, like, it, it's... Um, I, do you have an iPad? Yeah. Um, I have the Marvel app that you can read comics on on the app. Yeah. Uh, if you download the app, I'll give you my login. You can just log in and read whatever you want. Oh, okay. um, uh, I would read the Vision series too by uh, Tom King. Um, it's just this twelve issue series that is takes. Uh, WandaVision took a lot of cues from it, um, but it's specifically about Vision, um, and it's so freaking good. Um, so anyway, uh, back to Doctor Strange. Uh, so while I see. Like I agree with you about the movie kind of being a mess, and I did enjoy it overall, um, even though it's messy. What I did like is, like, they doubled down on Strange being who he is. Like, there is no redemption for this dude. Like, yeah. in every universe, everywhere, he is that guy. Like, his his redemption is that he doesn't try to kill America. But he still does all of the bad things that yeah. every other universe did. Like, he reads from the Darkhold. He corrupts himself. He, like, he does all the things that, like, yeah. justify why in any other universe somebody would kill him. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I love that. I love that they aren't backing down from who he is fundamentally. So I don't know how that's going to play out because like in the end, he's going to be kind of dangerous, you know, yeah. like uh, we get that one scene at Christine's wedding where that dude sits from the first movie, sits down next to him, Michael Stuhlbarg. And he's like, there was no other way. Like I lost my brother, man. Like, yeah. There was no other way. And Strange is just like, nope. But was there another way? And he's just too arrogant to have seen it? Maybe. You know? Like, I don't know. That just all of that gets really, really interesting. And I have a lot of hope for what if season two, three, four, whatever going forward. That we're going to explore stories like that. 
if nothing else, I think we'll get more Wanda in the What If series, even if it's alternate universe Wanda. Um, we talked a little bit about Christine. I think they did a much better job in this movie of actually making her a character and an important one. But still, ultimately, she just becomes Doctor Strange's arm candy, which was yeah. disappointing. <laughs> um, I love Rachel McAdams, man. Yeah, she's a good actress. So it's it's upsetting that, like, I, I think she's great when she's doing things that aren't just basically telling him how awesome he is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think about the horror aspects of it? I loved it. That that's some of the best stuff in the movie. I think. Yeah. I think they did a good job of pushing the boundary of what a Marvel horror film could be. Um, like it's border like. PG-13 is a tough sell, I think, for this movie. If it were any bloodier, it would be rated R. Yeah, the I thought maybe it should have even been rated R. Like it, uh, Zombie Strange was something else, man. Yeah. And like, I, saw it in, I saw it in 3D, so it was well, even more like... Ugh. The part where Wanda is chasing them... Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's just like... Almost like a zombie or something, and she she's just coming after them, and like it it kind of was funny, but like then Xavier goes into her mind, and yeah. like she comes out of the red, and just like she's all scary as fuck. I was just like, hell yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I I would I wish they could have done more. Yeah, I wish it had been. I don't know that you could sell a Scarlet Witch movie, but I wish it had just been about her. Me too. I feel like I feel like they would be able to. I know a lot of people that love the WandaVision and yeah, really into it. Yeah, I, it could also be Benedict Cumberbatch, like because I, I do think you need Doctor Strange in here, but if he had been more of a side player. Like he was in Spider-Man. Yeah. And less of the main focus. Like if we had stayed with Wanda for the whole movie. Like I, imagine that. This movie strictly from her point of view. Yeah. It would have been so good. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been definitely better. Um, so uh, the ending. Uh, Wanda gets taken to... Uh, uh, Mount Wondagore, which is where in this universe, it's not like this in the books, but Mount Wondagore is something completely different in the books. But it's where the original Darkhold was written. All the runes are on the wall. She, you know, does what she's going to do to find America, steal her power. Uh, yeah. Wong kind of tries to save the day. Uni uh, Strange dream walks into his dead body from the beginning of the movie which was a really interesting way to bring it back and then shows up they have their their fight um and wanda ultimately makes a sacrifice uh, sacrifices herself 
because um, kind of what I talked about originally, she sees her in other universes and like who she is there and the good person she is. And this whole idea of inhabiting another version of her um, and killing that version just so she can have children. Like she, she has a change of heart, which you yeah. know is great. Um, but what did I know you don't like that she supposedly died, but other than that, how did you feel about the ending? I mean, I really liked it. Um, I almost wish that him and Christine would have stayed together. Yeah, but does that create an incursion if she like comes and stays in this universe? No, no, like everybody else that she knew is just dead. I mean, yeah. Like, they all died. <laughs> like, so, um, I mean, really, like, I don't know. It's also, like, possibly Rachel McAdams' last outing in these films. Because, yeah. like, her character gets married in our universe. And unless he starts going to other universes. I, yeah. I feel like it is because of the post credit scene. Did you stick around for the post credit scene? Yeah, but I can't remember what it is. Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, she's playing a character named Clea, who is an on-again, off-again love interest and antagonist for Doctor Strange. Uh, so I feel like this is the end of Rachel McAdams, which is unfortunate because they never gave her enough to do. But while I do love Rachel McAdams, I adore Charlize Theron. And if we have to give up Rachel McAdams for Charlize Theron, I am 100% on board with that. She's such a good bad guy, though. Um, yeah, and that this is the kind of character you want her to play. Like, she yeah. kind of like Scarlet Witch. She toes the line, but she's not insane. She, she intentionally toes the line, but... She's not good or bad. She's always just doing whatever benefits her. So it's going to be fun to see those two together. Have you seen her in uh, the Fast and Furious movies? I stopped watching those movies. Uh, I've heard and I love her and I would love I'd love to see that. But I just can't get interested in watching any of those movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't recommend going to watch it. They're not that great. But like the one that she's in. Yeah, she looked badass, man. So good. I was just like, fuck, I'm on her team. <laughs> like, screw I mean, these other people. She's done, she's done a lot of, like, BA, like, you know, girl power, <laughs> kick butt stuff. Yeah. So. I really like her. So I'm definitely uh, excited for what that means. Yeah. Um. You know, in the future. So, hopefully they pay it off. Because, like, they have not done a good job of paying off the things that they set up in some of these other movies. Like, Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. sets up things for a Doctor Strange sequel. And the sequel to Doctor Strange we got wasn't a sequel to Doctor Strange. It was a sequel to WandaVision. Like, I... Yeah. Like, I really... 
was disappointed in the movie um, just because, like, I wanted more. There was a lot of Easter egg type stuff that I did catch, though. But, like, um, I mean, like, America, for him to come up and be like, okay, you, you know how to control it. And then all of a sudden she knows how to control it. Like, that, that was fucking annoying to me. It reminded me of Star Wars and when freaking uh ray is like i don't have any force and then he's like yeah you do and then she's like yeah i do like <laughs> that's that's what it reminded me of uh I was I like, think, so i agree and I, it's a lazy lazy shorthand of getting to the point of like you have to believe in yourself that's what those they're trying to say and they're just doing a very poor job of illustrating that yeah. <laughs> um but i don't know how to make that better unless you spend the whole movie focused on the fact that she can't control her power which yeah. it was a pretty big plot point but once they get to the 838 i think universe he stops talking about her and her power like, he very quickly just turns it into, like, well, we'll find somebody that can help us, you know? Yeah. Um, rather than doing the whole uh, coaching her up and, you know, believe in yourself, kid, and, like, those things, those old tropes that are, you know, really kind of true um, that you kind of need. They just now take this shortcut version of... Like, oh, I just needed somebody to tell me to believe in myself. Now I believe in myself and I can do anything, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, it, it sucks. Uh, there is one thing that I, I, it's hard to say I like, but that makes me laugh about all of this. Um, so Kevin Feige, executive producer extraordinaire of all this Marvel stuff, the man with the plan. When we started, everything had to be an origin story, right? We had to have Iron Man origin. We had to have Thor's origin. We had to have Captain America's origin. We needed kind of more or less Loki's origin. We had to have a Hulk origin story. We had to have all these origins in place. We seem to be well past the point of him giving a fuck about creating an origin story because holy shit. I do want more of America. I think she's a good actress. I think they just don't give her enough to work with. But they do not give her an origin story. It's literally like, oh, this happened. I got scared. I sent my parents into another universe. And now I'm a multiversal jumping, like, yeah. Batgirl, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is no origin story <laughs> Yeah, I know that kind of confused me, too. I was just like, okay. I, I do love that it was our kind of the, I, I believe, to be the first, like, gay uh, couple t type thing in Marvel. It's the first, definitely the first lesbian couple we've seen in a movie. Uh, there is the illusion in Endgame at the beginning uh, when they're, talking in the the support group one of the guys talks about losing his husband 
And it's actually one of the directors, uh, Joe oh, or Anthony yeah, Russo. Yeah, um, that was officially the first gay couple. Um, Is he gay? I, uh, in real life, I don't think so, but I'm yeah. not sure. Then there was the one in Eternals. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So never mind. Scratch that. Well, th- that's why I said this is definitely the first lesbian couple. So, um, a lot, very much. I think this is better than Eternals, only because I had more fun watching it. I didn't fall asleep, but God, man, there was so much stuff in Eternals where I'm like, this could have been so great. What? Did you fall asleep watching Eternals? Yes. Oh, I loved it. So boring. Oh, I freaking loved it. I did not give a damn about the love story. I just did not care. Yeah, the love story, not so much. But, like, everything else, I really If liked. they'd have cut 40 minutes out of, out of that movie, I would have been like, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, her killing the Eternal. Like, I was just like, oh, this is great. There like, are parts of it that are really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> the end is great. The last, like, 30 minutes, except for uh, Kingo, like, fucking off and disappearing. and <laughs> like, like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. Like, that was weird, but... And then, uh, what's the same, Arrows coming at the end? I was like, oh, yeah. my God, Harry's not. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I I feel like... There's, like, 45 minutes in the middle of that movie where I was just like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> they definitely could have cut it shorter than what it actually was. There were things that were not needed in the movie. Kind of like in the new Batman. Definitely scenes they could have cut out of that movie but that movie uh, could be 30 minutes shorter easily oh and not lose anything yeah but um i really i i enjoyed this movie i was just really disappointed about how it ended with wanda i was i like cried like, I, like, on the way home, I mean, it was, like, a number of things. I was having an emotional day. But, like, that's where it started for me. <laughs> like, emotional day. I was like, son of a bitch, they killed off Wanda. What the fuck? Like, I was just like, ugh, this is so frustrating. <laughs> I mean, it does very much seem like she's dead. But there's no, like, definitive, Yeah, like, we saw the body. Like, there's. It's, it was just a little pop of the red at the end. Yeah. I was just like, oh, man. And, like, I really just hope it's, it. she's, okay. I'm sure she's okay. And maybe it's, like, more of an internal, um, like, green, uh, Jean Grey and Phoenix type thing inside her mind right now. Um, and so maybe we'll eventually see her again. Because, yeah. like. I, I definitely think we will because the whole white vision and then yeah. like her thing. Well, that, it does occur to me that her quote unquote death could be the reason for Agatha getting released from her prison. Prison, yeah. So it could serve a purpose. Um, and That's we could one. have Agatha kind of investigating not that she is a valid replacement for scarlet witch or i love katherine hahn she's not she's not uh elizabeth olsen so but they are both extremely 
talented. Yeah. So I'm not saying I would trade one for the other, yeah. but this isn't a Christine or, or this isn't a what's her name versus uh Charlize Theron scenario where I'm like, oh no, a hundred percent. I will take Charlize Theron. I would like to have both of them, but you know, we are also seeing these legacy Marvel characters, actors kind of wanting to step away at least for a bit. So if this allows her to do that, then I mean, that's, that's fine too. Um, People are crazy. Like you have such, such a good thing going. Like why? Because it's takes up like a lot of their time, you know? I mean, I don't know what her family life is like, like, yeah. cause they don't shoot these movies. A lot of them are shot Atlanta, Toronto and overseas. So if her and her family like live in California and she's having to shoot all they also don't shoot all at once. They, they have planned reshoots. They shoot for like a month or two months or whatever. And then six months later they shoot for another couple of months. So it like, it doesn't really allow you a lot of time to do other things and make other plans, you know? So, I get not wanting to be completely locked in and wanting to do other things like besides play this one character. Yeah. Uh, um, where, whereas you and I like would like, you know, in a world where I could be like asked to play, I don't know. My name's Logan asked to play Wolverine, but like, I will do this forever. But yeah. also, like, the amount of, like, like Hugh Jackman said, like, I did it for as long as I could, man. Like, the workouts I have to do, the shape I have to be in, the, like, it, it starts to get old. Like, I just want to eat pizza, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I, on one hand, I get it, you know. The good thing is nobody, maybe Robert Downey Jr., who's a bit of a dick about things. But nobody seems to have stepped away with bad blood, except for what's his name in the first Iron Man movie. <laughs> Who? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that played Rhodey in the first movie. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, that may or may not have been. He claims that he didn't get paid because Robert Downey Jr. wanted more money. And um, so they fired him. Because they didn't want to pay him what he thought he was worth, which is um, maybe true. So I don't know. That's that's sure his statement. Robert Downey Jr. is a douche. Yeah. So he's a solid actor, but yeah, he is a D bag. He bag-er. played Iron Man very well. Yeah, because uh, um, he is Iron Man. <laughs> exactly. Um, I did want to say, because um, I keep forgetting to bring this up, but when Peggy Carter or whatever. Um, she was like, I could do this all day. I thought That's that was so great. Cute. Yeah. I hated uh, that she died, though. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, all that stuff was always just, people get their hopes up so much about that stuff. Like, it was always just going to be a cameo. I don't. Right. It doesn't really bother me that she killed off. I like that we got to see her kill characters we know could actually hold their own against her. Yeah, no, I I was down for Wanda. 
So she's um, my favorite. So I didn't care that they all died. It kind of felt like watching those old wrestling matches where it's the bad guy that you like shows up and just beats the hell out of, out of all the good guys <laughs> that you also kind of like. And you're like, I don't really know who to root for here. <laughs> yeah. Um, back when like the rock was a, a bad guy wrestler and he would yeah. just show up and beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Um, which if you're not watching young rock, you should be watching young rock. I don't know what that is. How does nobody know this show? It is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, telling stories about growing up. Yeah. And the kids, that the young actors that they have playing him at different versions of his life are phenomenal. But even better, they get all these people to come in and play the wrestlers that he was around. And it's so great to watch. The dude that they get to play, Andre the Giant, is so perfect. So it's it's fun and funny and like very heartfelt. I think you would like it. Did, it's on Hulu. Did uh did Wanda destroy all the Darkholds books? Yes. Like throughout uh, all of what she said, she destroyed all the Darkholds and all the universes. But maybe somehow that traps her and whatever weird in-between universe that was where the Book of Vashanti exists. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. So maybe she's like trapped in there. Um, also, did you not think it was so clever how they had um, Doctor Strange's cape like on him, but like like his little pocket handkerchief? Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, I thought that was great. I was just, I'm trying to think of, like, cute little stuff that I noticed. I need to, I want to go, I want to rewatch it, but I don't want to go to the theater and rewatch it. I uh, yeah. Wait for Disney Plus, because <laughs> it's so expensive to go to the movies now. <laughs> uh, yeah, they raised the prices here. Um. So yeah, I want to rewatch it to catch some some things that I missed. There's a few articles out there, you know, Easter eggs, yeah. point stuff out that that are pretty great. Um, <laughs> mostly, I really just loved the cameos. Like I thought the story was fine. Yeah. I didn't think they did enough to serve. It was all the characters, in, like really, almost yeah. all the characters except Doctor Strange are kind of underserviced. It was really just. I like when I first watched it, I was just like, well, this was just a movie to introduce the fucking X-Men and Fantastic Four. That's all this was. <laughs> I don't even think it really introduces the X-Men. I mean, uh, it establishes that there's a universe where yeah, mutants exist. That's what I mean. But like, yeah, it's going to pick up from here, though. I mean, but, maybe. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think, think they really know. Does. I don't think they know how to introduce the X-Men. Into this universe. Because the whole idea of the X-Men. Is like. The world hates and fears them. Well why does the world hate and fear. People that. Um, of course actually. Thinking about it now. I could be completely wrong. So after the snap. Yes I guess it might make sense. Pre-snap. it I don't think it would have made sense. Because the world seemed. 
like everybody seemed to kind of more or less embrace the heroes, even like as the civil war stuff went on, like they still didn't hate the heroes. They just wanted them to have to be held responsible for their actions. Right. And that was more politicians um, than anything. So, but post snap, I guess I could see a world that's like, yeah, we've had it with these people playing God and we're done. And like, it could also be a good way to introduce the mutants. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the Fantastic Four is an easy concept to introduce at any point because their origin is not really tied to anything else. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Like, they get on a spaceship, get bombarded with cosmic rays, come back to Earth, transform into who they are, and become kind of celebrities. So, uh, I think that's an easy one to undertake. The X-Men, I feel like, is going to be way more difficult. The so, X-Men is going to be so much fun, though. I hope so. And I really hope so, too. I know a lot of people are like, they got to bring back this person and that person. Yeah. And I think they should just... Start from scratch. Yep, completely. With every single Even person. Even with Logan. Like, yeah, I, 100%. I don't think that... Not that Hugh Jackman even wants to do it anymore. Obviously, he I doesn't. Mean, the dude is like fifty. Yeah, La- leave like, him alone. <laughs> like he did his part. They need yeah. to find someone else. Even like Loki, even Professor X. Like they need to do everybody. Yeah, it was fun seeing Patrick Stewart like for a few minutes. Yeah. Like it's great, but we don't. We need. I mean. There's there's other people out there that could do an older. <laughs> there's plenty of old white men that will shave their heads to play Professor X. <laughs> yeah. Like even if it's somebody we've never and he we've looked, not really seen. He looks terrible. I mean, he's getting up there. Yeah, I know. But I gotta get ready for work. Oh yeah, that's right. All right. <sighs> well, uh, we'll be back. At least me and Jacob talking more about Moon Knight, and I'll get his thoughts on Doctor Strange. And uh, uh, Elizabeth will be back whenever she's not working all the freaking time. I so. work so much. <laughs> I'm trying to get out. I don't want to live with Jacob forever. <laughs> <laughs> I need a roommate. <laughs> Move here. I th- I've really been thinking about it. Um, me and you can get a place. I freaking have really been thinking about it. Like, um, I'm just like, I, do I want to stay here? Like, it's it's a hard decision to make. Yeah, I can understand that. So, um, I'll end on this. I think uh, Brian Cranston, the dude from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's my pick. Professor X? Yep. Yeah. So, start there. So, um, and, until then, make mine Marvel. Bye.